Mars Mountain FM, the podcast, hosted by lovely host 36 Method Lee. Hey, back at it once again, just like lost in Savannah said. Let's go, let's get it. Another day, another dawn, and let's figure out on this episode how to make money as an artist. How to make money as an artist. Because my analysis is based off Kenyan music industry. If you're listening from another country, it might be different, but I guess music industries across uh, across the board have similarities. So most of what I will say will apply to artists in other countries. So without further ado, let's start off with number one. Live shows are the main ways through which artists make money here in Kenya. But how do live shows work? First of all, you have to strike some form of negotiation. So negotiation skills are key. You have to strike a negotiation with the club owner, bar owner, because these events are mainly hosted in such venues. Or if you want to go big, you know, you can host it at some form of garden or something of the sort. Let's, let's just think about clubs and bars. So you have to go up to the club owner, pitch your music. You have to tell them, I can do this and this, and I actually can pull this and this. But this might not be easy because what, what if the club owner, what if the venue owner doesn't have faith in you as an artist? They might just brush you off and this might be discouraging to you, especially as an underground artist. Because if you show them the music, you may not have the numbers. It might be good music, but you just don't have the numbers yet. So what happens in this situation? I think a good tactic being taken and applied by smaller artists is a group of, let's say, two to four artists might come together and actually book a venue. So they're coming at the venue owners as business, as, what do you call it? Business partners? I don't know, business partners, but what do I see? Basically, they, they're, they're coming to do business. They're not coming here to beg you to give them a chance, whatever. They know they have faith in the music and they believe someone out there, actually a lot of people are willing to come to see them perform live. So they have faith in themselves. So they come to the club, make the negotiations. How will they split the money? This is the next step because... Let's, let's talk about how money will be made when a live show is hosted. First of all, there will be ticket sales. Another way through which money will be made is through beverages and alcohol. Another way, what? Beverages, beverages include alcohol and soft drinks and whatever in between, as well as food. So, sorry about that. As well as merchandise because... I'm sure they'll have to negotiate to be given a spot where they could possibly sell the merchandise to their fans. Should I call them fans, music lovers? You know, fans seems kind of derogatory to, you know, people who are pulling up to show you some love and support. So, you know, lovers of your music. I think that sounds better. Lovers of your music. Okay, no, no fans. I'm a love of your music. If I listen to your music, I'm a love of your music, man. I'm not a fan. Don't call me a fan. Please. You'll have to figure out how you're going to split ticket sales. How are you going to split? Are you actually going to split when it comes to beverages and food or will that completely go to the venue owner and 
merchandise? Will that stay completely with the artist? Will the profits generated stay with the artist or will you have to give some to the club owner? So you'll have to negotiate. If you don't have the skills, maybe not yet, you know? You can always work on your skills, always improve, you know? There's always space. As long as you're alive, you can always better yourself. So if you don't have the negotiation skills yet, you could possibly ask someone, a friend, or you could hire somebody who's good and is well-versed in these kinds of negotiations to help you maneuver the scene and, you know, get a better deal out of it and help you make your money clean, you know, that you can possibly reinvest into, reinvest into your music, possibly build your life further, you know, improve yourself, yada, yada, yada. Uh, another key thing before I finish or wrap up talking about live shows is for you to constantly make money off this avenue, you have to have as many shows as possible. So I guess, you know, booking, booking and taking a risk is a better way because waiting for people to give you a chance on the regular, I don't think that's reliable. So I think booking a venue, you know, and keep it pushing. I think that's that's the way, that's the way forward. That's the future for smaller underground artists, you know, as they, as they grow, as they build up the catalog, as they build up the fan base, you know, they start from there. In the future, you know, they won't have to, you know, have all these negotiations. They can possibly, now they don't have to keep going to the club owners in the future when they're bigger, more established, you know. The event promoters will come to them with the negotiations, make negotiations, have agreements, and do the show, make your financial profit, you know, keep it moving, you know. Now let's move on to number two, how to make money as an artist. Number two, online stores. Online stores, you know. Everything is online nowadays, so as long as you have an online account or you have an online presence, you can take advantage of that and, you know, sell things, sell products to your fans. A lot of people nowadays are selling their music online, digital copies of their music, either via third-party stores or some have their online stores, but artists who have their own online stores, that's, that's not common, especially here in Kenya. I don't know of, personally, I don't know of any artist who has their online store by themselves where you can have access to the merchandise and the music. I don't, I haven't seen one yet. Most of them just sell through third-party platforms. Artists are selling their music online. And this is causing a shift because, you know, artists are not making money through uh, these streaming platforms. So they're saying, ah, you know what? F it, I'm going to start selling my music directly to my fans people who actually legitly support my music. I'm going to sell it to them, lovers of my music, sell it to them and let them enjoy it because I believe as an artist, I've put in some investment and I believe my music is good. It's a good product that's going to elevate you somehow, elevate your mind state, you know, help you be in a better place, give you some form of entertainment, let you be relaxed and you know, when you're relaxed, you know, you're a better member of society all in all. So. They're saying, you know, there's value in my work. If you want it, 
go get it, go buy it. Nataka hiyo do, nataka hiyo do, nataka hiyo do. <laughs> like Kyle Graf said. So, a lot of people are selling their music online. And, uh, you know, I'm seeing this gradual shift where like artists are saying, you know, I'm not going to put my music anymore out there for free on these platforms because I'm not getting paid anyway. So, if you want my music, you have to exclusively purchase it. Like I was trying to listen to some of Oxide's project, trying to put it on the playlist. If you haven't seen the playlist, by the way, links in my bio, Apocalypse and Apocalypse After Hours. I was trying to put his music on my playlist, but apparently he doesn't put some of his projects on these platforms. He just sells them. And more and more artists are jumping on this style of putting out the music. Recently, I've been listening to Trouble Trouble from the Coast, you know, and I've discovered one of the associates, you know, Musa Kiyama. Apparently, he's also doing the same thing. He's selling his project online instead of putting it out there on these platforms. And I think, yeah, why not? Why not? If you believe there's value in your work, people should pay up. If you're offering any form of value, why to a leap? What to a person? Hey, man. So after this, you know, after this podcast, I'm about to Changam Keo Project Now Buy, you know. And probably tell you guys how I feel about the project later on. That's MK10 by Musa Kiyama. Volume 1, MK10 Volume 1 by Musa Kiyama. I've listened to the EP beforehand. so And the EP was a good one, you know. So I believe the album would be better, if I'm not wrong. That's just my conclusion, man. Uh, artists are selling merchandise as well via these online stores, but something that always crops up is that this merchandise is always on the pricier end of things but this is bound to happen because the artist first of all doesn't have you know that much financial financial power and capacity and resources so they might not get the same discount prices as larger enterprises larger artists larger labels so you know they're buying lesser items less number of garments they are buying less number of fabrics and items and they're printing as well on a small batch of clothes so they don't get better discounts so at the end of the day they're procuring the items already at a higher price and factoring in the margin of profit you know it might come out as you know a little bit expensive as compared to regular regular let's say a regular shirt as compared to a shirt by your favorite underground artist. If you shot a shot by your favorite underground artist, it might be a little bit pricier, but I believe it's worth it. It's it's a way to be connected to the artist you like, the artist you love. So why not, you know? Figuring out with this, you know, this Ukraine war going on, you know, messing up the global supply chain, you know, yada yada yada, all that business terminology. At the same time, taxes being so high in Kenya, you know. Because all these items are coming from abroad because they're way cheaper to source items from abroad than to buy them within. So with taxes and everything, you know, it's just after. But yeah, we just pray and hope, you know, time, everything will get better. You know, I'm optimistic that everything will get better. You know, we're not pessimistic over here. Number three, I was quite hesitant to add this to the list you know royalties because this is a very controversial subject matter because uh, 
people aren't making money off royalties in Kenya. Think about your favorite mainstream artist. They're complaining that they're getting peanuts. And if you look at what they're actually getting paid for the work, it's peanuts. Because, you know, it's kind of unfair because think about the work they're putting in. It's, it's kind of sad that you listen to the music on radio in all kinds of public places, but they're not getting compensated for that. So this might be discouraging to underground, upcoming, you know, artists who are not yet there, you know, on the mainstream. Yeah. And I think it's important for an artist to do the research on royalties and CMOs. Uh, CMOs, yeah? CMOs, yeah. Artists have to do the research, have to go and look at how royalties are collected, you know, by these CMOs. These are the people who, you know, collect the royalties. CMOs, yeah. CMOs, I don't know what it stands for, but they're the ones who get the royalties, but the way they distribute it, oh, it's not the best. Yeah, go and check out the interview by Elani and Citizen TV, you know, where they talk about the situation they're in, in which they are not getting paid for their work. The music was everywhere, but the bank was not reflecting. The music is out there, but the bank doesn't have the same energy. So it was kind of messing up uh, the business plan, with the business strategies they had because they wanted to make more music, reinvest in themselves, but they are not in a position to do so, which is kind of hindering them from moving on further. So they had to go back and forth, try to figure out what's going on with the with the CMOs. And it's, you know, that's just a lot of work when they should just pay you up front what's yours. At the same time, you know, Frasher, Peonage and OG has been vocal about royalties and all that over the years, for a number of years, but still no change at all. Recent years, Iso, Calligraph, Willie Paul, Daddy Owen, these guys are in the mainstream and the music is everywhere. So I think they're good case studies because you have to know them somehow. You have to know who these people are. So you would assume that they're getting paid for their music being everywhere, but... That's not the case, man. So royalties as a country, we need to work on that. At the end of the day, I think that an artist who lives in the future, an artist who's going to prosper in the future, has to cultivate, you know, a deep relationship with their fans, the lovers of the music, you know. They have to cultivate a deep relationship, respond to their messages, you know, try to interact with them during events and shows, respond to their comments, you know, just reciprocating the energy the good energy brought about by your fans because they're taking that time to listen to your projects and you know appreciate it as well just show the love back and you shall prosper at the end of the day you know whoever ignores their fans at the end of the day whoever ignores jesus christ whoever ignores people who love the music at the end of the day will just make a big loss because they will be lacking in support you know moral support from the fans they will not get it and this might cause them not to make more music because they feel they lack that support when instead they could have cultivated it from the beginning. You know, just form a deep relationship with your fans. You know, that's that's been me, your host, 36 Method Lee, for Mars Montana FM. And you've been listening to me in high fidelity. High fidelity. Hey, yo, let me know how you feel via my Instagram, my Twitter as well. Check the links in my bio for my two playlists, my apocalypse, my apocalypse after hours. And let me know how you feel as well. Otherwise, man, let me go and listen to the project as I chill and relax on this lovely day. I hope you're having a lovely day wherever you are. Love and prosperity may flow in your direction. 
Mas não tá